if you think about each of these CAD models as a relevant piece of content for a manufacturer's audience, they have such an arsenal at their fingertips, but they have to see it that way. Welcome to the Manufacturing Executive Podcast, where we explore the strategies and experiences that are driving mid-sized manufacturers forward. Here, you'll discover new insights from passionate manufacturing leaders who have compelling stories to share about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from B2B sales and marketing experts about how to apply actionable business development strategies inside your business. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Manufacturing Executive Podcast. I'm Joe Sullivan, your host and a co-founder of the industrial marketing agency, Gorilla76. We have another really interesting guest today. Adam Beck is the director of marketing at Cadenas Part Solutions. A marketer for nearly 20 years, Adam is working to transform industrial marketing from look at me to look at my customer. Adam's all about going above and beyond to ensure his customer has the best possible experience. This often isn't considered a direct function of marketing, but Adam knows that those relationships pay dividends into the future. Adam believes that nobody cares about the features and benefits. Instead, people care about how something has transformed a business, a process, or a life. By showing how smart, creative, and forward-thinking his customers are, Adam can tell a story which is far more relevant and interesting and puts everyone in a position for success. And that's exactly why we have him here on the show today. So on that note, Adam, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I can't help but notice in this crazy era where we're all working from wherever we're able to work from, what's going on in your background there? What's what's the story behind the guitars? Yeah, we're in my basement extra bedroom slash closet, which also happens to have uh, my guitar collection up there on the wall. I play guitar, but I also make guitars for myself hmm. from, you know, it's just uh, one of those things I go on a vacation and buy a hunk of wood and come home and make a guitar and that's my souvenir. So Nitten. that's a couple of them hanging on the wall. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. What, what a hobby. I know you've been a builder of many things that personally and professionally, I suppose, being a manufacturing guy, but tell us a little bit about you know yourself and your background. Yeah. So I've worked as a marketer for roughly 20 years. I did have about a three-year stint in there where I went and was a car builder out in California. So I got to see and be hands-on and really making a thing from the ground up. And I think that helps give me a a different understanding of the approach to parts and components and the overall end product of uh, a manufacturer or a builder. Yeah, totally makes sense. And I know I appreciate you turning the camera on despite, you know, it's funny, like what's in the background these days of everybody's yeah. Zoom meetings and everything. And I know from talking to you prior to hit and record here that you've somewhere upstairs, you've got a, a couple of crazy kids running around, which is familiar to me as well. So you, you lock yourself wherever you can, I guess. huh? Yeah, my wife is on duty right now on her shift. We basically tag in and out all day. I do have a two-year-old that has recently mastered jumping and that's his oh. preferred mode of transportation so if it sounds like there's an earthquake directly above us that's what's going on great love it that's yeah awesome well we, we we do it however we can these days yeah. awesome well you and i first met i think it was about a year ago or so and what really caught my attention was cadenas was in the throes of planning this first ever industrial marketing summit and so first i want to talk a little bit about that but can you give me a little bit of background first about your company, Cadena's Part Solutions. I think you guys are doing some really interesting and innovative things in the manufacturing space. Yeah, so really to take it even a step more removed from that, 
you know, engineers have a difficult job and that's how we help manufacturers. We help them. These engineers are out there. They have to come up with creative designs, but they also have all these parts and pieces that go into that design, things that they don't necessarily make. And we kind of describe it as a Lego set or whatever. If you're snapping Legos together, you can make something pretty quick. If you had to create every Lego in the process, that really slows down the process of making that and sort of stifles creativity. So a lot of engineers are online. They're hunting for parts. You know, they need bearings and gears and motors or a bench or a receptacle if they're an architect. Whatever that thing is that they need to put in their greater design, they're hunting for them online. They're looking on manufacturers' websites and they want to find those models or a file and grab it, make sure it's the correct one, and they want to put it into their design and move on. And that's what we do. We help manufacturers create a safe representation of their products that they can put on their website. It's super portable. It's safe because all the IP that you could you can't manufacture that product from that. It's a representation to go inside of another model. And it enables outputs in like 100, 150 formats. So they can make sure that everyone in their audience gets exactly what they need. And it's a great lead gen tool, but it's also a customer service tool. Yeah, it's super interesting because it's something I imagine a lot of manufacturers struggle with is how do we deal with CAD models? We know our, our customers want them, and but it's it's a lot of work to you know have a solution for this online from scratch. And so you kind of have this packaged solution that can be deployed. Yeah, yeah. So if a manufacturer was going to put up CAD models on their website, there's so many hurdles there. It's just mm -hmm. the volume, the formats. You don't want to put up your real manufacturing models because someone could take that down and take it and, and make it. So you want you want to have all your IP pulled out of it. And then, you know, the timing and delivery and all of that, it all becomes a challenge and it starts to snowball. And that's where we have, our tool is basically, it's a cloud-based application and we don't really have CAD models. We have the recipe for each of those CAD models, which is what makes it lightweight and portable. And you can put this on a website without it being this huge storage situation. An engineer looks at it on the website, spins it around, it comes with a 3D preview and they're happy with it. They hit download and that starts a instance of that actual CAD tool in the cloud, which generates a model on the fly, it has the configured part number and all that, and they get an instant download. The exchange is the engineer or architect leaves their email address. So that's, you know, it's an understood content marketing tactic exchange. Yeah, but so unique, you know, it's it's almost like this sort of overlap in this area of, you know, their product and content marketing, which is something I don't know if I've really seen too often. And, you know, it's it's something that stood out when I first saw the Cadenas website and I was looking at your solution and trying to understand, you know, exactly what it was because it's the idea of say somebody downloading an ebook or, you know, signing up for a webinar, like it's a very similar concept there and something that a lot of B2B companies are doing, not so many doing it well, maybe, but you're creating, you're essentially, you know, allowing your customers to create value for their customers in a way that, you know, most companies just wouldn't even know where to, to begin with, I guess. Yeah. I think the closest analog you can maybe have is the music industry. You know, if, if a band is given away a free download of a song to promote their album or their tour, it's sort of in the vein, they kind of have to give the product away, which is the difference. This is, it's almost a soft sale. We, when, you know, we've done surveys over the years four or five times and our manufacturer partners tell us again and again that, you know, this isn't, it's not always a one-to-one. -one. 
usually we see that 80% of the time when an engineer downloads that model, they do buy it. It's sometimes a six, eight, 12 month lead time, but they can see and they can forecast and they can see how this is going to affect their business into the future. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I was kind of starting to mention a, a few minutes ago here that you know about this time last year when we first talked, you were planning the first ever industrial marketing summit, which was sort of an event that was tacked on to content marketing world, a big marketing industry event for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with that, that takes place in Cleveland every year, right? And what was interesting is, and I think something that just sort of caught my attention about you guys and your philosophy personally is the idea of creating value for your audience as opposed to just sort of, I always describe it as blasting a megaphone in their ears and talking about, you know, me, 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 and here's all the stuff we do and things we sell and why you should buy from us. And, and you guys clearly were taking a different approach. And so it's one thing to publish blog posts or to record some sort of videos of yourself. You guys went as far as to say, we're going to create an entire event just to educate our customers, prospects, and, and really the manufacturing industry around the idea of how to market your company here in the industrial sector. And, and so we'd love to hear just sort of what your inspiration was and tell us a little bit about how that event played out maybe. Yeah. So our inspiration was that I was looking for events to have the typical trade show booth at, and I was going to all kinds of marketing events and I couldn't find anything specifically in the industrial marketing niche. There was some B2B things and there was some that were way, way B2C, which that's so different marketing from a lot of times from what an industrial manufacturer is doing. So we started kicking the idea around and content marketing world seemed to have a really good industrial audience already in attendance. And so we started talking with them. What if we had a day of content and we found some manufacturers and other marketers and just put them in the forefront and let them talk and create this more is more atmosphere where they can all share ideas and meet each other and talk about successes they've had and failures they've had and ways that they can all grow their business. That's great. And, and so tell me kind of, you know, what was the turnout? How, did the event go well? Was, you know, anything you learned from it? Yeah, it was, it was a really good turnout. So we had sort of two days of, there was, we had a big cocktail party the night before and everybody came out and we had pizza and that was a lot of fun because we have, you know, a lot of our team is virtual. A lot of our clients are all over the country. Some are all over the world. And it was a great time just to get everybody together and put a lot of faces with names. There's some people we hadn't even met in person before, which is pretty fantastic to do that. And then the next day we had basically six hours of content, five speakers, and about 150 people at that last year. So it was a great opportunity to just see how some of these, you know, we have companies of all sizes. We have companies that have 10 products and we have companies that have 10 trillion products. Once you look at all the configurations, we have companies with huge marketing departments and we have companies without a marketing department. So it was really cool to compare and contrast and hear them share ideas and kick ideas, new fresh ideas around about how they can all grow their business. Yeah, it makes sense. And I, I love you know bringing together people with different perspectives and sort of using it as a time and place to purely educate, you know, there's, it's one thing to do, to do a, a live webinar, you know, everybody attends webinars where it's, it's really just a product pitch, right? Sort of in, in disguise. And 
that that's not what this was. Yeah, no, we we didn't even take the stage. Yeah, I I went up as an MC, you know, and it's a shift. It's a real, it's a philosophy shift. I think there's a lot of times where four or five, ten years ago, someone from our company would have given an hour pitch about our features and benefits, and it's just it's tiring. Nobody wants to hear it. They want to hear about it in application. They want to hear how the rubber hits the road and what that did for somebody. Otherwise, it's just kind of all fluff and a bulleted list, and it's tough to make it interesting. Yeah. I mean, you said it kind of in the, the intro that you sent over to me that, you know, people are not interested in, in hearing about features and benefits. That, that's, that's not, at least not right away, right? They want to, they're trying yeah. to solve a problem, right? Yeah. And I, as a marketer, I have 500 blog posts that I've created on our website over the last eight or so years. If I was talking about it, features and benefits every time, it would just be boring for me. And it's tough to create relevant content when I can meet and discuss what these manufacturers are doing and talk about the reality of their situation and their audience and talk about it in a genuine way, I think it's just, it's more interesting for me to write and it creates more interesting content at the end of the day and everybody wins. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the content marketing world is, is for those who, who don't know, is put on by, well, the creator is Joe Polizzi, who's the founder of the Content Marketing Institute and author of a handful of really great best-selling marketing books. And I know a big part of his philosophy is you, know, you build the audience first, right? You figure out who you're best at serving. You figure out how to create value for them around the things that they care about questions they have, the problems they're trying to solve, the things they're trying to achieve. You build trust with that audience, and then you kind of figure out the best way to monetize it or turn them into customers as opposed to just blasting this marketing and sales message at them. And it seems like you guys have, you know, it, content marketing world is a perfect stage for you guys because it, it's exactly the way it seems like you're operating on the marketing front, right? Right, which it's kind of funny. It was questioned by a few people, both our audience, and they didn't understand how are we, what's the content part? Like, isn't that all like white papers and stuff? Well, no, that is if you're that kind of a, a business. And there's no, we're not replacing white papers and blog posts. But if you think about each of these CAD models as a, a relevant piece of content for a manufacturer's audience, they have such an arsenal at their fingertips. But they have to see it that way. They have to see that, oh, wait, my actual CAD data or CAD information or product information is content that I can, you know, put a form in front of or not, but that someone wants to consume and creates a marketing opportunity for me and a future sales opportunity. Yeah. And I think that's something that I see manufacturers struggling with a lot. The idea of, you know, feeling scared to give away too much. Well, what if I, you know, if I, if I put this out there, whether it's written content or CAD files or, you know, what, whatever video of, of me talking about, you know, some topic that I'm an expert in, there's a lot of worrying that happens. You know, it's, it's too much. Our competitors are going to copy us. They're going to steal our customers. And I always make the argument that there's a lot more risk in not publishing than in publishing because the benefits just far outweigh the risk when you can earn the attention and trust of somebody. And all of a sudden you have, you know, the right customer engaged with you. Content helps you get found in search engines. It helps you start answering questions and earning trust. And all of this is a part of the industrial buying process now, right? It's people right. are out there looking for information and trying to educate themselves before they're ready for a sales conversation. Yeah, they're not going to talk to you. If you're a manufacturer yeah. and you think they're going to like just call you up out of the blue and want to shoot the breeze before they're fully educated, it ain't happening. And so you have to put information out there so they can self-educate, they can test, they can try on your product basically, see how it fits. And then you can start to have a conversation about delivery and pricing and all those things. Totally. I'm 
completely on board with that. And I love how you guys are practicing. Can you speak at all to, you know, at least from your experience, what kind of impact it's had on your business to take this approach? I mean, you mentioned all, all the articles or blog posts you've written over the years, you've done this industrial marketing summit, like you guys are clearly there to educate and, and teach your audience. What kind of impact has it had for you guys? Yeah, our, our company has been on steady growth for years from our marketing metrics. We had in the first few years, I think we five or six X'd our, our web traffic. And a lot of it is, you know, we are writing and writing and writing. And then we take another look at it and we, we say, hey, our audience of the manufacturer still needs this. You know, they need to they need help educating their customers. What what's an what's another value add that we can do? So with a new catalog, it comes with a new product with a whole announcement that we push out there to the press release wire, but also social media, email blasts. We do we still do all of those type of marketing, but it's all in a, you know, the strategy is help our customers be more seen, help them reach their audience and make them be the experts and the smart forward thinking companies. And, and we get brought along for the ride. And that's the great part for us. So we do it, these announcements. We take have taken that a step further in the last couple of years in that we create basically a how-to demo for each manufacturer. So we shoot a video on their website, walking through the picks and clicks, how to actually use the tool because we found we're too close to it. Sometimes we assume, oh, everybody knows how to use this. But some of these manufacturers, their audience, they've never seen one of these tools before. A 3D configurator on their website is kind of a foreign idea. So we make a 90 second video and that's just something that we include because we want it to be easy for them to educate their audience. And who better to help them educate their audience than the people who created the tool. Totally. Makes perfect sense. And you started touching on this already here a little bit, but you know, one thing you sort of mentioned before we hit record and in some of the communications you and I've had, you know, kind of leading up to this conversation is this overlap between customer service and marketing. And you had talked specifically about, you know, delivering tools and data and value on demand with the goal of creating a great customer experience. I know this is something you're passionate about, something that's core to the, the business model at Cadenas. And so wonder if you could kind of unpack that a little bit more for the listeners. Yeah. So for on the manufacturing side, the delivery of CAD models has traditionally been a customer service function, you know, maybe an even engineering function. But someone would call in to manufacturer X and say, hey, I see your one, two, three, four, five, six bearing online. Can you send me a CAD model? Or maybe they'd email about that, but it would be, they'd send it to engineering, they create this model and they'd email it back. It was kind of slow. It was maybe in one format two formats, whatever they had available. And it took somebody to actually do work, somebody out of their function. If it was customer service, I'm sure they have real customer service functions they could have been doing. Or if it was an engineering team, they have work to do too. So by putting this online, they sort of shift that customer service and they provide the ownership to the marketing team. This becomes a marketing tool, but it's also serving their customers better. So they make it on demand. They can now deliver these any time of day to their customers in whatever format they want in any configuration they want and they get the leads in exchange for it. So it really provides marketing with a lot of content. Yeah, it's a really interesting approach. I've consulted a lot of manufacturing organizations over the last 10 years or so, and my company has done work for them and helped try to transform them into more helpful content-focused organizations. But the perception of marketing 
inside of manufacturing organizations is often, you know, it's kind of in its own silo. They're making brochures and they're doing who knows what with the website, yeah. right? Trade yeah. shows, exactly. And and that and it's it's just looked at as kind of an expense. And this thing we do, you know, we, we do our marketing stuff over here and, and often the marketing department's very disconnected from sales. And it's absolutely not tied very well into customer service from what I've seen. So I love that. You know, I talk to people sometimes who have figured out in the manufacturing space how to get marketing and sales working together really well. But this is sort of the first time I've really talked to somebody about how marketing needs to be such an integral part of customer service. Well, yeah, it's funny because I've had other marketers say, how do you get your sales team to give you access to your to their customers? I say, my sales team doesn't slow me down in the least. They know once once I get a hold of them or my team gets a hold of them, they're going to love us because we don't ask for anything. We, you know, we know that we are a marketing tool. We are marketing to industrial marketers and on behalf of industrial marketers at the same time. So we are all about whatever value add that we can come up with to help our manufacturing partners look awesome and reach their audience and create the customer experience they're trying to create. That's great. Well, you guys are, you know, kind of a, you have a, a product, you know, in a lot of ways, you're a product company. You're also a company that offers a marketing service, which is kind of unique. So, you know, trying to put this all back in context to kind of put a bow on on this conversation here, you know, what kind of advice can you give considering who our audience is here, executives at manufacturing businesses, what kind of advice can you give to take some of these concepts that you've embraced and sort of apply them into their business? This idea of being a helpful marketer, the idea of tying it to customer service. I think you have to understand your customer and you have to understand the pain and you have to understand what they're trying to do for their customer. So, you know, this is such a chain of different customers and what our customer needs and what their customer needs and what they're trying to do at the end of the day and how can you help them do that better? So, or the manufacturing side, they know that their audience is the engineer or the architect, so they need to help them get the data for their products. Our audience is that manufacturer. So how can I help them educate their audience or provide something of value to their audience or just do their job faster or, you know, what can I offload from them? What is their challenge and how can I help them do that? And for every industry or every market, it's going to be a little bit different, but I'm always looking for ways that I can shine the spotlight on our manufacturers and help them look great. At the end of the day, a lot of who I deal with is the marketing departments at these manufacturing companies. I want them to look great to their boss. So how do you help them look great to their boss? And what can you do to continue that into the future? It's such a simple concept, but I think one that just gets overlooked with all, you know, all the tactics and fancy tools out there. And I think I see too many companies go in there first, throwing darts and trying this tactic or that. And really, if you just start with who are my best customers, what do they care about? How can I help create value for them? Well, Adam, this was a really great conversation. I'm thrilled that you came on to talk about this because you're in this really interesting overlapping world of manufacturing with a product and being a, an industrial marketer. So I think there's you just have a, a unique perspective on things. So can you tell listeners sort of where the best place to find you is in case they you know, have follow-up questions or would like to get in touch or yeah. probably for some of them explore the product you guys have to offer? Yeah. So our website is partsolutions.com. Our company is called Cadenas Part Solutions. We're an international company. Partsolutions.com though is P-A-R-T solutions, plural.com, or they can email me directly at adam.beck at partsolutions.com. 
Awesome. Well, Adam, thank you once again for joining us. And for the rest of you, I hope to catch you on the next episode of The Manufacturing Executive. You've been listening to The Manufacturing Executive Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to learn more about industrial marketing and sales strategy, you'll find an ever-expanding collection of articles, videos, guides, and tools specifically for B2B manufacturers at gorilla76.com learn. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.